Hi everyone and welcome to this week's Monday Memo. And a question popped into my head, Can Finance Save the World? Because that was the title of a book that came to my attention by Bertrand Badra, who's ex-CFO of the World Bank. And it's a book I read over the holidays. It's very much directed at the global financial system, but it was a nice refresher, I thought, of some of the challenges we, we have to conquer as a society and it also got me thinking, can the finance team save the world too? Because there's some commonalities, or some similar areas when I was reading the books that I thought, yeah, maybe the finance team can do something here as well. And if you think about it, finance is quite a powerful force for our times. Can it save the world? Maybe. But also, as we've seen in various crises over the last couple of decades, it can also cripple it very much as well. But I'm probably more on the optimistic or possibilist type side of things that, yes, we can leverage finance to overcome some of our greatest challenges from climate change to uh, trying to build more equitable societies. And finance, ultimately, like most activities, it's, a, it's an idea, it's a human activity. It really should be here to serve the common good. And you know, more often than not, with developments like uh, Bitcoin, and I suppose currencies of transaction, it's global in nature. So hopefully we should be able to use that global uh, nature of it as a tool for good globally. And I think because uh, we all live on shared the, the same planet, it's also if if we can get the, the international finance system succeeding and serving to society, I think that's just a better environment for us all to operate in within our finance teams. So there were some good lessons in the book uh, before I deconstruct those in terms of where we can start making an impact in finance. Uh, some of the things Badra says is that a finance is a good servant but a poor master. And again, I think he's right in that one with the, the global financial recessions, exposing the reality of that and, and the global banks and financial institutions who were perhaps inadequately supervised by their national regulatory systems. And that's, uh, and that's something, again, I think in our finance teams we do quite well, is put in place control environments, governance environments, to make sure we're doing the right things by the business. Badger, the author, also uh, suggests that finance is an arena in which progress can be made. I agree there as well. If you look at our own organisations, you know, we don't use manual ledgers anymore, post general ledgers transactions. We have accounting software and we have robots that do that for us now. And in, in a lot of cases, the data behind that resides in a place called the cloud rather than on a physical server or back in some of the old days, a physical desktop in our offices because of the, the impact of security. We're much more global in nature now. We've dashboards, we've, we can refresh faster those dashboards than we'd ever hope with a really well-designed Excel chart. Uh, our spreadsheets and, and enables us to assess the potential outcomes or where a particular trend might be going, uh, leveraging machine learning. So we've all these tools to help finance be an area of progress. Now, I also like the story that uh, Bertrand Badger shares uh, from a conversation with Sir Ronald Cohen, who said that the 19th century was like the age of rewards. The 20th century was uh, that of risk-reward and the 21st century, which we're living through now, is the risk of the age of risk, reward and impact. And this is where I see 
the finance team can start saving the world, so to say, if we break it down between risk, reward and impact. Now, on some previous Monday memos, I had a series around the Industrial Revolution, the fourth Industrial Revolution, Industry 4.0, so I won't recap on that, but particularly with the advent of computer and machine and computer processing power towards the end of the last century, it's really helped accelerate the rate of change that we experience in finance and accounting. So I encourage you, if you want to know more about that, check out those earlier Monday memos. But in terms of where finance teams can save the world, the first one really would be around accounting for risk, particularly risk in the longer term, valuing externalities like the impact or price of carbon or pollution. How can we mobilize finance and our resources to invest in decisions that that take the right level of risk, not just in the short term, but the longer term? And we could help our organizations better manage those risks with enhanced controls that are audited regularly to make sure those mitigation practices are working. Uh, we can accept those risks that we want to take because that's where our knowledge is are. We know those, those markets very well. And we can also perhaps maybe insure risks or, or have others who understand these risks better take them on or accept them on our behalf. That's why we see growth a lot in specialized services or as a service. If you think about IT infrastructure uh, with the likes of Amazon or even with office space, if we ever get back to our offices with the companies like WeWork, these people can do it a lot better than us and allows us then to focus on managing the key risks in our businesses. So again, I think finance teams, we can help there. We can also help on the rewards angle, ensuring that the rewards we're seeking are sustainable. But one of the fundamental principles of accounting, which drew me in uh, to the profession, was to look at things in terms of going concerns. It's actually quite a positive way of looking at it. It involves looking at the records we've been keeping within our organisations, holding decision makers to account for those past decisions. And in a way, is where we probably need to move, is holding decision makers to account for decisions maybe aimed at sustainability. Uh, some of you might have heard of these SDGs, these Sustainable Development Goals, the sort of 17 goals that uh, were developed as an accord between nations uh, within the United Nations. And we've had a few guest mentors on the show sharing their thoughts on those. How can we practically go and, and deliver against them? And, and I think the main mindset shift here is the going concern principle probably shouldn't just be our organizations, should ex extend outside of our organizations to our communities and society and so on, so that you know, the business continues well past our efforts with our organizations. It's a great legacy to leave and one for future generations of those uh, coming up along to enjoy and benefit from. And then I think the third angle, going back to Sir Ronald Cohen's points, were uh, making sure we're delivering the right impacts. I use finance teams generally to talk about and, and summarise finance, accounting, general accounting, uh, shared services teams, the various different ledgers, purchase sales, FP&A, treasury, between us all, we've got these great assets sometimes we overlook. Uh, we're close to decision makers. We've access to data. We've the skills to quantify the impacts of decisions into financial terms. Uh, some of us have a very broad view across our organization, out into our industries as well, and the environment. And very importantly, we have, again, another principle of accounting and finance, objectivity in this independence. 
This will not only help us grow revenue and unlock profitability in our organisations within the short term, but generate those longer term cash flows that also positively impact on the global challenges we're facing, including addressing the, the pro- poverty, the great poverty some people are having, inequality, climate change, environmental degradation, so that our organisations have not just the growing revenues and profits and cash flows and so on, but have growing and thriving markets in the long run in which to operate in and sell into and have consumers who can actually access our products. So to accelerate this, it might mean today we start closing those inequalities even within our own finance teams. Better leverage our technology, not just to account for things better, but to also better leverage talent outside the traditional economic powerhouses the more that we've been using zoom mms teams and so on it rendered the physical location of finance talent less relevant i suppose don't necessarily need to be near an office we don't even need an office presence in some companies and that might help us enhance diversity and some really great local talent i have to say i've had the pleasure of working and leading teams across many continents and there's great talent out there I'm particularly fond of North Africa at the moment, got a great team out there. And that that better diversity in decision making might actually help us do the right things, make the right impacts around those challenges with the SDGs as well, and help us better access those markets over time. And like that's why we bring guest mentors onto the show. I mean to share with you the learnings on this journey on whether or not finance can save the world. Things that are they're doing that are working, that are not working, they're hard-won lessons to help you avoid some of the, the pitfalls that they've fallen down and get you more towards success much faster. And I think having such a big aim like this, like saving the world, maybe it's not, but if we can start with our own, getting our own individual careers and decisions and and activities and actions into order, then I think we can to begin to leverage the knowledge and the guest mentors on the show to to better manage the risk rewards and impacts of what we're doing so look hope you really enjoyed this episode if you did please share with your friends and colleagues we really appreciate it we we really appreciate it when you do and you can access on all the major platforms itunes stitcher soundcloud youtube spotify and amazon music and as always really appreciate you investing your time with us on the show today So until next time, take care of yourselves and let's keep on building our strength in the numbers.